Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Clueless. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for virgins who can't drive. That was way harsh, Ty. My name's not Ty. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Completely misunderstood. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you know what? It's funny. Ty was a virgin who couldn't drive. I know. In this film, so. Funny. Also, she's playing a 15-year-old. Is she joking? (laughs) On what planet? I know. Wow, she's been rolling with the homies (laughs) for quite a while. Rolling on that grassy knoll. (laughs) Not Noel from Hearsay. We should probably preface. (laughs) So grassy. (laughs) Oh my God. Clueless. How has it taken us this long to tackle this piece of art? As if. It has taken us so long. I know, but good things come to those who wait. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad we finally get to dive deep because I have not watched this film from beginning to end in a very long time. It's so well written. I love it. Everyone's cast brilliantly. It's like a really great story. And do you know what? I really want Calvin Klein to re-release that white dress. Mm. So nice. Oh my God, it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So Clueless was released in July 1995. So this year it's celebrating its 27th anniversary. Wow. But I feel like Clueless has become such a cult classic. People are still talking about it. They're still making references to it. I mean, I know it was a few years ago, but Iggy Azalea's video for Fancy, I think that got Iggy on the map, really. Because people were like, oh my God, she's doing Clueless in the video. I mean, with the name Iggy, you'd get in the papers, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's not her real name. Yeah, yeah, Iguana. (laughs) So for anyone who is clueless about this movie... Nice one. Thank you. It is a 1995 American coming-of-age comedy written and directed by Amy Heckerling. It stars Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, R.I.P., and Paul Rudd. And it's loosely based on the Jane Austen novel, Emma. 
Wow, Jane Austen really did good. Yeah. So many people base their stuff off her work. How did Jane Austen know about Cher's outfit computer? She was bugging in 1815. (laughs) (laughs) She just had an inkling. Yeah. Yeah. The film follows shallow, rich and socially successful Cher at the top of her Beverly Hills High School's pecking scale, basically. Mm. And the film centres on her, who sees herself as a bit of a matchmaker and she tries to like set up her teachers to kind of get better grades and stuff. Yes. And then obviously subplot, she falls in love with her stepbrother, who's not really her brother. Her ex stepbrother yeah which yeah. apparently makes it okay I don't but i still feel a bit icky watching them yeah, kiss. i know same maybe that's just because i want to be where Cher's sitting oh oh my god Paul rad man yeah i mean we've got to give some waivers for Paul rad yeah, yeah he is so handsome and also like what's he drinking because he looks the same i think he even looks better now oh yeah and he did You know, Paul Rudd originally auditioned for Murray. Wasn't he also um, up for playing Christian as well? Oh, really? Yeah, because he liked the idea of playing like the gay character. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think he's great as Josh. I also heard that Reese Witherspoon was up for the role of Cher, which would have been really interesting to see. Well, then in hindsight, she would never have got Legally Blonde Mm. because she would have just been known as Cher. Oh, yeah, they are quite similar. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, what a weird world that would be. Mm. A witherspoonless, legally blonde. But then maybe Alicia Silverstone could have played her. Yeah. Well, Everything worked out for the best. Yeah, didn't it did. it? yeah. Zoe Deschanel was up for the role of Amber as well. Oh, right. Okay. But I swear Zoe Deschanel would have been like too young to play that. Although, saying that, I mean, I, I was going to say this for Can We Discuss, but maybe I'll just mention it now. The actress who plays Amber. Does she want to play the teacher? She looks so... She doesn't look old, but she doesn't look like a 16-year-old. Yeah, no shade on plastic surgery because you do you, honey. But when you start young, you look older Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Yeah. Some people do it so well. Yeah. And then, but she is not done it so well you know what else was so weird stacy dash who plays dion shares bff mm. she was the oldest cast member in the whole film she was two years older than paul rudd who plays like the college kid oh. but she looked amazing oh in my this God. film. she's the most stunning in this film yeah for sure yeah she looked gorgeous Alicia Silverstone actually said that she's game for a sequel if Heckling really? wrote it. But then this was um, said in an article written in 2015. So mm. <laughs> Heckling's like, nah, I've got clueless money now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a sequel. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know what that would look like because the people you hang out with at high school are not the people that you're hanging out with now. So it would be a bit weird. Yeah, it would be. Rolling in the Bahamas. First up, let's talk about best supporting characters. And we are treated to quite a few. Who have you got on your list? Okay, so first of all, I've got Mr. Hall because he's 47 and single. And, you know, we all know him for being Rex in Toy Story and also being Blair's stepdad in Gossip Girl. Um, (laughs) But he has that great line. And I'm, excuse me, but... (laughs) He's just got that iconic voice and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Before we start, we should say you've been on a winning streak with your impressions through like all four seasons. So this might break the streak because he has a notoriously difficult voice to impersonate. 
it's all it's all a bit nasally. <laughs> and could the suicide attempt? <laughs> is, is he? He has a little bit of a lip, almost like he's swallowing his tongue. <laughs> Bear with me, guys. And could the <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And could the suicide attempts please be postponed until the next period? <laughs> he does talk like that. Like it's, it doesn't sound like that, but he does sound like he's swallowing his tongue. I think we watch different films. <laughs> Good effort. It's it's tough. It's I can't tough. do it. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> um, but he was so sweet. And like, I love that he actually has this kind of love match with Miss Geis. Yeah. Well. Do you know what? He does have that weird kind of voice, but he always plays like the cute characters, doesn't he? Yeah. You can't play a villain with that voice, can you? No. Do you know who he reminds me of? Do you remember the show Even Stevens? Yeah. Do you remember Beans? <laughs> Isn't that Beans when he's older? Do I remember Beans? Who's the fucker now, Lewis? <laughs> You know? Oh, my I God. love that show. Oh, so good. <laughs> right. Well, I mentioned Miss Geist. So maybe let's talk about her. Oh, yeah. She is so sweet. Get this. She's played by a real woman called Twink Kaplan. <laughs> Twink. Twink. The cutest name. Like, the cutest character. Yeah, that's true. Um, And Kaplan is actually best friends with Amy Heckler. Right. Yeah. In real life. And she was a producer on this film. Wow. So that's just a little fun fact. Wow. Producer, best friend and actress. Yeah, great. Write yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah collect that check, honey. <laughs> Geisty's feeling feisty. Yeah. <laughs> Geisty's getting new glasses tomorrow. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but yeah, throughout the movie, Cher kind of orchestrates this love match between her and Mr. Hall. And... Cher kind of works with Dion to try and give Miss Geist a bit of a makeover as much as they can kind of do in like 10 seconds. Oh yeah, she's got like ripped tights and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. She's kind of a bit of an unsung fashion hero. I like loved that moment where she's going out to meet Mr. Hall and she's got the little red silk neckerchief with the kind of nudie sweater. Yes. It was such a look. So cute. I mean, you know, pull out the little hair clips and yeah. you know, everything else. I mean, at one point, Cher, like, rips the glasses off of her face. And this guy's like, no, I, like, I need these. <laughs> Whoa. Rolls down the grassy knoll. <laughs> no, get out of the way. <laughs> Another character I really like is Travis Birkenstock. Oh, my God. Best name ever. Yeah, I love that surname. I love Birkenstocks. And also, like, you know, they're so quick to kind of cast Travis aside. But I'm sorry. If you're Travis Birkenstock heir of the Birkenstock fortune then hello exactly be like Travis come over I want to slide into my DMs you know what I mean slide <laughs> why because Birkenstocks are kind of like sliders oh you know get it get it get it yeah Travis is so nice I you know me as well I used to love skater boys mm-hmm. you did not say <laughs> see you later boy no I didn't <laughs> Remember, guys, if you're an OG listener, you'll know that I was in love with a skater boy who's at college and his A-levels were D-U-D-E. Oh, can I'm you get more... Skater boy. ...than having dude on your report card? That's amazing. 
That's actually amazing. Literally, so good. Yeah. And not to mention, he is so nice to Ty. So nice. And after Ty kind of gets really popular and he comes up to her and she kind of shoes him away, his face is so hurt. And he looks at Cher like, you know, mm. and Cher's like, I know, like it's awful. Yeah. So you really do feel for Travis. I'm glad that he kind of gets the happy ending with Ty. Although I hope she groveled. Like, she was awful to him. Yeah, exactly. And I hope Elton is doing bad now. I hope he peaked. Oh, Elton is definitely one of those people that peaked in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I did actually originally have him in my best supporting character list, but as the movie progresses and you see, like, how gross he is, I was like, nope, taking him off the list. He looks great, but ugh, what a dick. I know. Also, Elton... Well, that was because the character that he is representing in the Jane Austen novel was called Mr. Elton. Oh. So they just kind of transferred that. But they only did that for him. None of the other characters had kind of similar names. Well, Cher and Dion were supposed to be named after Cher and Celine Dion. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about the 18th century novel, Emma. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like in the films. They're all like named after celebrities. Like celebs. No, 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 no. Mr. Elton is a character in the novel. Uh... I'm not talking about Elton John. (laughs) (laughs) Elton John was in a Jane Austen novel. I remember when I was young. (laughs) (laughs) But we only have space for award one character, best supporting. Mm. And I think it should go to... Cher's dad, Mel. Get out of my seat. (laughs) (laughs) I love that scene so much. Daddy, this is my friend Ty. Get out of my seat. (laughs) So mean. So mean. Can you imagine being in Ty's position? Like, okay, great first impression. Yeah, I hate you. Love your money. (laughs) Yeah. He's not in the film a lot, but he absolutely steals every scene that he's in, which is difficult because Alicia Silverstone is like incredible in every scene as well. But he has genuine admiration for her. Like, yeah, he's strict on her and he like pushes her. But there's that scene, remember, when they're talking about her report card and she's like, it's not ready yet. And he's like, what do you mean it's not ready? And she says, well, some teachers are trying to lowball me, daddy. And I know how you say never accept a first offer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never accept a first offer. So I figure these grades are just a jumping off point to start negotiations. <laughs> and he's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. And then when she actually does manage to renegotiate her grades, he's like, you mean to tell me you argued your way from a C plus to an A minus? totally based on my powers of persuasion you proud honey i couldn't be happier than if they were based on real grades like he loves her and he's so impressed and the fact that he kind of approves of the Cher and josh relationship a little bit twisted but you know whatever he obviously saw that there was something keep the money in the family yeah (laughs) also he has great eyebrows and you and i love a great eyebrow love a great eyebrow you know who doesn't have a great eyebrow (gasps) Christian. Mm-hmm. Or should I say he has one great eyebrow? Yeah. Let me quote my housemate yesterday when we watched it. Elle was like, God, he has a mono. <laughs> <laughs> That's way harsh, Elle. <laughs> it's fine because she's not a virgin and she can drive. <laughs> God, so, don't air her laundry out. <laughs> come on, we're 29. <laughs> 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, so now we're going on to most iconic outfits. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, I had a, peanut, a chocolate peanut in my tooth. Now, I love anyone who can match their hubba bubba to their clothes. <laughs> you know? That is harder than you think, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. And also, where are you getting bright yellow hubba bubba from? Mm. Now, there was a book that was released called As If, written by Jen Cheney. Mm-hmm. And she was doing some research about the costuming budget because I feel like everyone who watches Clueless just assumes that it costs so much to dress all these characters. Mm. But actually, it was quite a modest budget for the film. And the costume designer, who her name is Mona May, 
So cute. Cute. Although it reminds me of Mona the Vampire. <laughs> Yay, Mona. If you know, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so the costume designer said that she wanted the girls to look like mall rats, not models. That's her own words. Right. So her 63 outfit changes only cost $200,000, which obviously is so much money. But for a movie not terrible and the most expensive costume and maybe we can start with this because it is so iconic is Cher's yellow plaid Jean-Paul Gaultier outfit that she wears in the opening scenes Ah. that is just a timeless outfit that anyone would recognize yeah definitely now on the subject of her plaid outfit can you tell me why she needed her computer to tell her to match the plaid skirt with the plaid blazer like sis put two and two together having said this I love that computer-operated machine. I mean, what a time saver. Totally. Why are we in 2022 and there is still not an app that does that for us? No. It's so cool. And I'm sure at the time, you know, those like computer graphics looked amazing. But oh my God, aged so horribly. Oh, yeah. And I love that she doesn't trust mirrors. So she takes Polaroids of herself in all her outfits. Just to make sure. Yeah. That's commitment to your clothes, you know? Yeah. And to your film. That stuff ain't cheap. Oh my God. Polaroid is so expensive. No. What the heck? But looks great. <laughs> looks great. Yeah. I loved, and this is quite an underrated Sherlock, her kind of winter plaid outfit. She's wearing like a red plaid coat, knee high gray socks and a black beret. Cute. And it's when she's kind of like, walking outside in the cafeteria and everyone starts clapping i can't actually remember the context but i was just maybe they're just clapping at her outfit it's like damn that is well put together (laughs) we do need to talk about dion quickly because her outfit somehow miraculously matches every day kind Mm. of thing and obviously in the opening scene i mean clueless ogs will come at us in the dms if we don't mention her huge hat (laughs) oh my god that hat is it made of plastic it looks like it yeah it's like a latex cat in the hat vibe yeah wannabe (laughs) (laughs) and also surely just so uncomfortable and also you can't wear that in school like the person sat behind you won't be able to see the board (laughs) why is that where my mind goes to (laughs) Get a light. You, you know where I was sitting at high school. The front desk. Yeah. Out of all the outfits in this film, she looks stunning throughout this movie, but that hat? Not the one. Yeah. I love the wedding scene at the very end where she's got flowers put in her braids. Yeah. That was so cute. That looks so cute. Yeah. Speaking of Cher's outfits at school, I was actually a fan of her like gym class outfit. Like the white t-shirt with the black vest up on top. Mm -hmm. I was like, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah, quite simple. Mm -hmm. And I love that she pairs it with the handbag. Yeah. (laughs) During your PE lesson. And her bike shorts. So really, Hayley Bieber, stop taking credit for that look. Yeah. (laughs) It was a Cher original. (laughs) I actually love that we see so many students wearing nose casts. Like they've recently had plastic surgery. I think that is kind of an iconic outfit moment. Yeah. We worry now, but like the 90s was a time, guys. Yeah. That was intense. Supermodels like ruled the world. Yeah. What about Ty? Like she had some kind of cute looks, especially when they did her makeover. Oh, so cute. Post makeover. (laughs) 
we yes. have to say that. I mean, you know, adorable when she kind of first rocks up. But like, I love a makeover scene. We get two makeover scenes in Clueless. We're spoiled. It's so good. But I love Ty's makeover scene. And that last outfit where she's wearing a kind of blue top with a little heart decal on the front and a kind of like plum coloured skirt. What do you call oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cute. Matches her hair. Love it. Travis loved it. You know? <laughs> So cute. I do actually really like Cher's like shopping outfit when she's got like the black cardigan, the sheer socks and silver shoes. Ah, yes. I feel like that's a really nice look. Yeah. She loves knee high socks. Yeah. She started it. Yeah. (laughs) You started it. (laughs) Can we take a moment to just talk about Amber's red sailor situation? She sat in class I'm not joking. It's a proper like red sailor hat with like a shiny dollar sign on top with a little necklace that has like an anchor detail, Mm. stripy top and like a red kind of military jacket. What's going on, Amber? I don't know. (laughs) Desperate for attention. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's a bit like, ahoy there, matey. Throw that outfit in the bin. Yeah. (laughs) She loves semen. (laughs) She doesn't get any more because she can't have balls to the face. Yeah. Right. Well, let's go back to Cher because I feel like we're leading up to most iconic outfit in second place. Yes. We've got Cher's white Calvin Klein dress. Mm-hmm. We mentioned that at the beginning. Oh my gosh. Stunning dress. So stunning. And also we get that amazing line. Cher, get in here. What's up, daddy? What the hell is that? A dress. Says who? Calvin Klein. So good. And what is even more hilarious is that, you know, he's kind of saying like, cover up. And she's like, duh, I was just about to. And she comes back out with a completely sheer top. Like, that's not covering up. What? (laughs) (laughs) She knows how to work her way around. Yeah. My name's Sheer. No, it's not. It's Cher. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not that Cher. Oh. (laughs) Someone needs to make a montage of all of the times that we have failed doing share impersonations. Oh, yeah. Please. Do you believe in life after love? Because <laughs> I do not believe in a season five after this impression. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Negative one, listen. <laughs> I mean, fair, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we should award most iconic outfit. And it should be Cher's red Aaliyah dress. So gorgeous honestly interesting that she's wearing that to a house party yeah like it looked way more dressy than that situation a little lrd little red dress it's cool <laughs> is that what people say i don't know oh, I, I think so i mean we've got a little black dress love it and she pairs it with uh like a black feathered jacket and those red satin shoes that obviously get ruined as soon as she gets into the party yeah is it travis like spilling drink on them yeah but then he makes it up to her with a spliff (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's like okay fine yeah (laughs) i'm like no these shoes cost so much money yeah we also get that amazing line when Cher's dad calls her Mm. do you know what time it is well a watch doesn't really go with this outfit daddy so good this outfit also gives us such an amazing line when Cher is approached by a guy with a gun Mm. she's trying to mug her he's like get on the ground face down and she's like oh oh no you don't understand this is an Aaliyah he's like an Awada 
it's like a totally important designer and I will totally shoot you in the head. And she's like, Whenever we do best musical moment, we've got to warm up our voice. Right. I literally like scoffed 10 chocolate peanuts a second ago. Like the chocolate's really down my throat. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, so maybe the first song we should talk about is the one that we are introduced to in the opening sequence of Clueless, which is Kids in America. We're the kids in America. Whoa. You know, the band is called The Muffs. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> Why? I love that. I don't know. Pick a name, man. Oh my gosh. It's like an Arthur. Do you know what I mean? Why is she called Muffy? Muffy. Well, I think we all know. <laughs> oh, speaking of, sorry, side note. Have you seen what the new Arthur looks like? I know. It's so gross. Arthur as an adult. Yeah, he looks like a loser. He looks like a drug addict. It's like, hey, DW, pass the doobie. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, that was really, really disappointing to watch. Mm. Anyway, about the muffs. <laughs> yeah, we, we see that opening montage with like Cher and her friends kind of like hanging around school, like, you know, in a cafe. What is really weird is that it's like Cher, Dion and Amber. And like the montage makes you think that Cher is like Bezzy's with Amber, but really they're like frenemies. Yeah. Such a weird thing. We also get served something similar during the photo shoot that Cher's doing with all her friends. And like Amber's like right in the middle. Yeah. Like, huh? You're not friends. Like, what are you doing? That montage is soundtracked by the song All Right by Supergrass. You know, we are young. We run free. Oh, no, I got that wrong. We run. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Leave it in. End of podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Sued by Supergrass. Supergrass? Good <laughs> Lead singer of Supergrass. No. Oh my god. Oh. We're the kids in America. Whoa. Wow. Down the knob. Why does this keep happening? Okay, right. Let, let's move on. <laughs> what about the house party? Rolling with the homies. Yes. <laughs> I mean. By Coolio. Who knew? And apparently it was the guy who played Elton made up that dance move. Oh, the kind of like waving his arm like yeah. a wave. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So that's when Elton is nursing a concussed tie back to health and yeah. then asks her to dance with him. Yeah. Cute, cute scene. Yeah. And she like really shows him up on the singing. He's like, can you do... Rolling with the homies. She's like, rolling with the homies. <laughs> Despo for that recording contract. Ty. She thought she was with Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she's more concussed than we thought. Hey, Elton. Can you have glasses on? <laughs> she's like, holy shit, you guys. I'm in a room with Elton John and Cher. I can't believe it. That turned a bit shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Sorry. <laughs> if Celine Dion walks in, I'm going to let... Shit, my pants. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> no, but she has some weird turn of phrases. Like, oh, obviously we'll get into it. But you know, she's like, shit, you guys. I've never had straight friends before. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What does she mean? And they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you know, the party that Cher and Christian go to, mm-hmm. they should have hired Ty to sing because like the band that was playing in that sequence, I'm sorry, but I can't really remember the tone of the song, mm-hmm. but it was something like, where did you go? And like, <laughs> and they just keep saying, where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? And you're like, get some new lyrics. <laughs> maybe they were only paid for that one line. Oh, maybe. I was like, oh, that's what we're giving you. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good scene. Yeah. And like, shares clueless to like Christian secretly dancing with like some random guy next to him. Yeah. And Ty's like awkwardly dancing by herself. But then Josh goes to dance with her. With yeah, that's sweet. There's a bit of like, quite a sad sequence later on in the film when Cher is kind of walking around LA feeling really sorry for herself. Mm. And that has All By Myself by Jewel playing in the ah. background. Whenever I hear that song, I just think about Cher walking around LA. <laughs> I think we should award best musical moment to Ty when she's singing... Mentos fresher, Mentos fresher, fresh goes better with Mentos fresh and full of life. Mentos, the fresh maker. <laughs> Woo! I love that. I've never heard that jingle before. No, I'm um, obsessed. I love it. Mentos fresher. I actually wish they did an alternative advert. Mm-hmm. So there's a kid who's like, takes a Mentos and then he's like, Mentos fresher. Oh, and then... <laughs> Gets handed a bottle of Coca-Cola and drinks it. It's like, whoa. <laughs> he just like rockets to the sky. And he's on the moon like, <laughs> Oh my God, warning, do not try at home. <laughs> Loads of kids just floating in space. <laughs> Damn it. The power of a jingle. <laughs> Another mental's related death. <laughs> So next we're on to best quotes. Wow, there's a lot. Wow. (laughs) Cher is so clever and witty. Mm -hmm. And just the way she delivers lines, I am obsessed with. She kind of talks in the side of her mouth a little bit. You know, she's quite cute and quite quiet. Yeah, I don't know how to, you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. She is seen driving with Dion quite early on in the film and she just races down the street and Dion's like, hello, that was a stop sign. And Cher goes, I totally paused. So good. <laughs> I should have said that to my driving instructor. I really like the moment when like we were talking about Ty when she's had her concussion mm. and there's a this kind of back and forth with Cher and Elton and Cher's like, if it's a concussion, you have to keep her conscious. Okay. Ask her questions. What's seven times seven? Stuff she knows. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually being used as a like a TikTok sound at the moment. Oh, really? Like, I've seen that, but they'll like, yeah, change it. Stuff she knows. Ah, like, so funny. Very good. That's great. I love, sorry, side note, I love the seven times table. It's like, you know, everyone had like a favorite or is that just me? Yeah, I like the five times table. Five, yeah. Yeah. I really like the friendship between Cher and Dion and the honesty with each other. And Cher's like, would you call me selfish? And Dion's like, 
No, not to your face. (laughs) (laughs) Dion has some great back and forth Mm -hmm. with Murray as well, her kind of boyfriend. I love Donald Faison. Yeah. I was a big time Scrubs fan. But um, they're having an argument quite early on. And Dion says, perhaps you could explain how this cheap Kmart hair extension got into the backseat of your car. And he goes, I don't know where that came from. That looks like one of your stringy something or others. (laughs) I do not wear polyester hair, okay? Unlike Shawana. (laughs) Ouch, poor Shawana. (laughs) Cher and Dion also have that really funny back and forth when they are sowing the seeds for Mr. Hall and Miss Guys to get together and they're writing a love note to put in her little cubby hole. Oh yeah, of course. And Dion's reading what Cher's writing. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May. But the eternal summer shall not fade. Fat, did you write that? Duh, it's a famous quote. From where? Cliff's Notes. <laughs> Which is so good. I had the Cliff's Notes of like Macbeth and like all sorts. But the fact that she thinks Cliff's Notes is like where they originally came from. Just ugh, amazing. I like when Cher's talking about Christian. She's like, Christian said he called the next day. But in boy time, that meant Thursday. <laughs> Oh my god, we've all been there. Yeah, honey. Ugh. Is that a thing? Like, sometimes you're like, no, he's not interested, he's not interested, and then it's just like, oh wait, he's just a, a boy. I really like the friendship between Ty, Dion, and Cher, and it's kind of like the the scene where Ty's just met the girls um, mm-hmm. after the gym class, and she's like, I could really use some sort of herbal refreshment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we do lunch in 10 minutes. We don't have any tea, but we have coke and stuff. No shit. You guys got coke here? (laughs) Yeah, this is America. Man, toast. (laughs) No, Ty, don't. (laughs) Man, toast, pressure. Man, toast, better. (laughs) Oh, my God. Deleted scene. Yeah. 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 Hair on the moon. Like, oh. (laughs) I'm cold. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How do I get back? Rolling with the homies. <laughs> <laughs> Freezing with the homies. And there's like a hundred other kids that are like, oh. <laughs> Boiled. <laughs> oh no, I'm never going to be able to eat a Mentos again. Yes. Can we just talk about this really gross bit of dialogue? Mr. Hall is kind of going through his register and he's like, sure, Horowitz. Two tardies. See, I can't do the impression either. (laughs) And she's like, I object. Do you recall the dates of these alleged tardies? One was last Monday. Mr. Hall, I was riding the Crimson Wave. I had to haul ass to the ladies. Crimson Wave? Have you ever said that? No. Oh my God. I've heard, you know, Aunt Flo's come to town. I've heard people call it like Aunt Irma as well. I'm like, what does that mean? What What does that mean? What's Irma? Irma? I don't know. I don't oh, know. yeah, Aunt Flo. Aunt Flo. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. Aunt Flo um, on the blob. Some people used to say it. Yes. Um, I don't know why they would say that. Or just if you're just normal, you just say, I'm on my period. Yeah. <laughs> why disguise it? It was the 90s. <laughs> we didn't talk about stuff like that. And it was like, you know, we just got to keep everything secret. But Crimson Wave is so much more like violent than what it... <laughs> actually is yeah it's just like like a lot we can't not talk about the balls scene oh no miss stoger the PE teacher is calling amber up to hit um the tennis ball with a racket Mm. and she's like 
Miss Stoger, my plastic surgeon doesn't want me doing any activity where balls fly at my nose. And Dion says, well, there goes your social life. I mean, that was savage, but you don't get more savage than the next quote, which I think we should award best quote. I'm with you. Yeah. So this is with Cher, Ty and Christian. And they're looking at Amber from a distance at the party, aren't they? Yes. Dancing with Elton. Ew. So shall I do Ty's lines and you do Cher and Christian? Okay. Do you think she's... um, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Every time it's so good. Do you think she's pretty? No, she's a full-on Monet. What's a Monet? It's like a painting. Okay, from far away, it's okay. But up close, it's a big old mess. Let's ask this guy. Christian, what do you think of Amber? Hagsville. (laughs) (laughs) Hagsville! (laughs) So harsh! That's way harsher. As if you would say that to somebody. (laughs) I mean, it was the 90s. I know. I know, but Hagsville... I mean, writing's on the wall with Christian. I know, but I I can't wait to keep that in my back pocket. Just in case someone's mean. Shush you, Hagsville. Hagsville. It reminds me of that Mindy Kaling quote. (gasps) My favourite Mindy Kaling quote. I don't know if you guys, I mean, you can't answer me because this is a podcast. Um, (laughs) But in the Mindy Project, there's my favourite quote is when Danny is like to Mindy, I haven't seen you smile that much since you found out you were younger than Katie Holmes. That old bag. (laughs) So good. That's way harsh, Min. Yeah, way harsh. (laughs) Okay, I really want to discuss something with you. It's the Coke in the cafeteria. (laughs) It doesn't get old. Does it? Okay, so now we're on to our favourite part of the podcast, which is Can We Discuss, where we kind of tie up everything. At- tie? <laughs> we tie up everything um, <laughs> that we haven't kind of like touched upon. Yeah, and there's a few scenes that I have just kind of observed and thought, hmm, interesting. So mm. you'll allow me to get into it. Oh, of course. The whole thing of Elton keeping a photo of Ty in his locker... Because he loves Cher makes no sense. No. Like, if you've got a picture of a girl in your locker, everyone's going to think you love the girl, not the girl who took the photo of the other girl. Like, it's just so weird. Yeah. I think what they've done is adapt a plot point in the original Emma novel and try to, like, make it work. But it's just a bit weird. So what's the original? Because, um... I don't I <laughs> literally I'm like Who's Emma? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Jane Austen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jane Austen. <laughs> I'm like, is that the time? <laughs> <laughs> quick, Mento, quick. <laughs> so that was a bit weird, but mm. meh, whatever. We've moved, we've moved. Yeah. The other thing that was so bizarre to me was did you watch Paul Rudd make the sandwich in the kitchen? Yes. He puts the mayonnaise on the slice of ham rather than the slice of bread. What's up with that? Having said this, in the Hellman's advert, don't they add the mayo on last? I feel like they dollop it on top. Really? But is that just to show it kind of thing? Maybe. But I thought that all condiments were supposed to be like the base. is like the butter, you yeah. know? So you can have either or. Because mm-hmm. I personally don't like butter in a sandwich. 
if it's butter that's not melted into the bread, count me out. Mm. Put a mentos in my mouth. Like, <laughs> like you know, don't want to be here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Emily's really milking this whole mentos. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't even remember them talking about it originally. <laughs> Suddenly we're like... Someone left oh. to go to the bathroom. They're like, what? Yeah. Um, the other thing that I thought was a little bit weird in this movie was in the house party scene, so much is going on. You've got Elton kind of like doing this like rocking back and forth on the tabletop, kind of doing like a little dance routine. Mm. Ty and Cher are doing this whole ballroom dance. Like literally at one point, Cher gets on one knee and Ty walks around her in a circle. It's like, is this like a horse show? Oh no. And then finally, Murray's shaving his head in the bathroom. Not once have I been to a party that those things have happened. No, like that kind of house party. Just like, oh yeah, people just doing what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. One of the plot points in Clueless is that Cher's learning to drive. She's trying to get her license, but yeah. she doesn't get it. No. She fails. And girl... I feel you. <laughs> I mean, we live in London, so we require zero car. No. And when I was at college, I required zero car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't afford a car. No. You know what I mean? Or petrol. So yeah. I just, yeah, I just never learned. And didn't need it. Didn't need and it. And it's different for, I think we were in a really unique position where everything is so accessible. We have mm. really, really good transport links in London. We haven't really felt a need for a car but it is like a life skill and i do want to have that eventually yeah 100 percent. but i have tried to do my driving test before and it's not like one of these things like i feel like if you told me to drive us somewhere now i would know how to do it like non-automatic like manual car wow but it's the under pressure scenario with some randomer you don't know like judging you yeah <laughs> um yeah the first driving tests I did you know it's like one of these things like anything could happen on test day Mm -hmm. we were driving along in the car and there was a guy in the middle of the road on a unicycle (laughs) like literally waving his arms round and around and And I was like what the hell man of all the times to come across someone doing that in the middle of the street it they chose your driving test yeah so what do you do? I don't know. In that scenario, you're just like, uh, you got to go really slow, but you're like looking at the instructor in the side of your eye, like, uh, are you for real? Yeah. Like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah. This does not happen on your average Wednesday. Did the driving in- instructor acknowledge that at least? Because that would be so annoying. No, no, no. I feel like, especially where where we grew up, like the, the driving instructors get as much money as they can. Because every time you fail, they're still getting your £65 or whatever it is to do the test. Ew, you know? uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, stress. I know, I know, I know. But you passed your theory, didn't you? Yeah, I passed that like straight away. But yeah, um, but yeah when it's come to the test, I'm like, it's, I always blame it on the instructor. Bringing it back to Clueless, Cher's opening monologue when she's bragging about her car. She's like, it's got a speaker. It's got dual airbags. You're bragging about airbags? <laughs> Hopefully it has airbags. Yeah, right. At a minimum. <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> it was the 90s. <laughs> What's the seatbelt, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, the seatbelt doesn't go with my outfit, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we discuss the bit where Ty falls down the stairs at the club? <laughs> yes. her, like Her little grand entrance and she just like tumbles down. Yeah. So painful. Awful. And she was like... I hope nobody saw. And she was like, no, no, no. And then that guy immediately is like, ah, <laughs> that is way harsh, man. That is, 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, that's happened to me a few times back in my youth. <gasps> you know, like at Oceano once, I actually fell down knees first, like oh my God. sledding down the stairs. But it was my fault for wearing those like new look platform heels. So. Oh God, they'll get you. Yeah, curse you. Sometimes the adrenaline just like helps you just like get back up. You're like, nope, <laughs> nope that didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> la 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 la. la, la, la this... <laughs> yeah, let's dance, let's dance. <laughs> it's my song. Yeah, this VK blue will save me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're going on to trivia. Thankfully, Mr. Hall isn't here to grade us. <laughs> um... Okay, Cher says, isn't my house classic? I want to know, when do the columns date all the way back to? Is it 1972? Ah, as if. Yes. Yes. Wow, ancient, practically. (laughs) Okay, can you tell me what two things do Cher and Dee put in Miss Geist's cubbyhole? They put a red rose and the poem. Yes. Ah, as if. Cher and Dion were both named after famous singers of the past who now do what? Oh, infomercials. Yes. Ah, oh, as if. Yeah. Mentos for you. <laughs> Can you tell me what Miss Geist set as weekend homework after she falls in love with Mr. Hall? She writes something on the blackboard. Oh, I'm not sure. <coughs> oh my God, I'm totally bugging. It's have fun. And everyone's like, woo! And Elton gives Cher like the biggest kiss. Oh my gosh. Okay, my question to you. What does Cher force on her dad every morning? Orange juice? Yes. Ah, as if. Daddy, you need your vitamin C. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who is turning down delicious freshly squeezed orange juice? Not me. Yeah, it looked gorgeous. Okay, can you tell me which Looney Tunes character Ty can draw? She's like showing Travis her like sketches. Marvin the Martian? Yes! Ah, oh, as if. Ooh. And you know what? They look pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fine. Cute. I'm not going to report her for any like copyright. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> what did Cher eat that made her feel like such a heifer? I mean, there's about five things on here. Oh, God. Um, M&M's. Mm-hmm. Licorice. Yep. Three pieces of licorice. Did she say something like streaky bacon or turkey bacon? Yes, three pieces of turkey bacon. And the only other one I think I remember is popcorn. Yes, a handful of popcorn. And then she also had something else. I have no idea. Two bowls of special K. (gasps) Heifer. That is literally like what I go through in an hour. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What we go through recording this podcast. Oh, I know. The secret to a good podcast, let me tell you, is chocolate covered peanuts Mm -hmm. and Percy pigs. Yeah. Not great for the throat, but... um, (laughs) Great for the serotonin. Yes, sure. (laughs) Okay. Can you tell me what Cher drops on the floor to get Christian's attention? Her fluffy pen. Yes! I used to have one of those. Oh, no. I used to have a lot of those, actually. I would love that. I would just tickle my face all day. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> dusting. <laughs> I feel like dusting. Okay, when Ty and Cher arrive at the party and Ty's like, man, this party's raging. <laughs> um, Cher tells them to do something before they commit to a location. Do a lap? Yes. Yay. Oh, as if. Um, okay, my final question to you. 
And it ends on a bit of a sad note, sorry. How did Cher's mom die? Oh, it was like a freak liposuction um, procedure. Yes. <laughs> oh, as if. Yeah. But she's not really that phased by it because she died when she was young. And she's like, isn't my mom such a Betty? And I was like, what is that? And I looked it up. It's referring to, you know, like Betty and Veronica from the Archie comics. And like Betty's kind of just like, a cute girl. Oh, such cute. a Betty. Cute. Very cute. I thought you were going to say like Betty White. Everyone loves her. <laughs> <laughs> Great. She looks like a hundred year old woman. Back in the day, she was cute. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, Betty White was older than sliced bread. Sliced bread did not exist before Betty White was born. Oh my God. No. Mental. That is. Funny. And I didn't say Mentos. <laughs> Mentos, fresher Mentos. Oh my god. Well, I don't think we were clueless. We're very good at trivia. We did pretty good. Yeah. yeah I love it. I think we're good at answering questions. Yeah. And you know what else we're good at? Gift card collaborations. Amen. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first. Well, not first, because we've been talking about it for eight weeks. But um, yeah. <laughs> we have a brand new collaboration with the amazing illustrator, Zoe Spry. Yes. So you can go to zoespry.com. That's Z-O-E-S-P-R-Y.com. And you can get your hands on some new gift cards that we've designed. We've got a Miranda Priestly one. We've got two Bridget Jones ones. Mm-hmm. You can't get enough of Bridget. No, definitely not. Um, and we've also got a new 13 going on 30 card. So the collection is looking... Fresher than a Mentos. Am I right? <laughs> oh my God, we're oh, going to have sorry. a Mentos card, aren't we? <laughs> anyway, thank you so, so much for listening. As always, like we appreciate your five-star reviews um, and comments if you get the chance. It really helps other people discover us. Yeah, and we want to thank you so much for staying with us this season. We've had such a an amazing time yeah it's been an amazing season so all we can say now is if you've got some film recommendations that you'd like us to do find us on instagram it's at hey now hey now you can send us a little dm tell us what you want us to record and who knows you might see it appear in season five (gasps) season five can you believe it can't believe oh my gosh well i think we should celebrate that with a glass of coke and some mentos perfect Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 